This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters, Nirvana Sisters family. Hope everyone is doing well. We have a special guest today. We are talking to Christine Morrison. And let me tell you a little bit about Christine, and I'll also tell you how we met. But Christine is a seasoned freelance writer whose work centers around her achievements and passions, often is seen through the lens of aging, the business of fashion, beauty, and a devotion to wellness and fitness. Her writing has appeared in print and online vehicles, including the Boston Globe, the Washington Post, and the Quality Edit, as well as advertising campaigns for fashion and beauty brands. She was recently featured in an anthology and is currently writing a fashion essay collection reflecting on the meaning behinds and the humor in what she wore while forming her identity, navigating her way to true love and discovering her authentic self. That sounds so fun. I can't wait to hear about that. So welcome to the show, Christine. So funny story. We had posted something about a new trend called <laughs> bed rotting. Yeah. And I wrote on the Instagram post, I feel seen because it's like literally what I do every weekend and I always felt guilty about it. And then it was named and I was like, this is amazing. I feel seen like bed rotting. It's like a thing now. And then um, Christine and I started talking about all things beauty and really anti-beauty beauty. So welcome to the show, Christine. We're so excited to have you and just have like a deeper conversation about beauty and what it means today. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, bed routing, that was so funny. I had never heard the word before, but I was so excited that that was becoming a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Katie and I talk all the time and I'm like, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to be in, in my bed all morning bed riding. So I'll talk to you later today. <laughs> <laughs> I think my husband and little boys would be like, what's that? They would be freaked out by that word. But I, I, know. That I feel like there is a time and a place for this at this point. I know I looked it up like, because I wanted to know what the actual definition was because I'm not a TikTok person. Um, mm -hmm. but it said, it said basically like, this is a new form of self-care and it's spending all day or all weekend in bed. And it said like doom scrolling. Now I can go without the doom scrolling, but just the right. laying in bed, um, binging a show or reading a book, my whole thing would be reading a book. But, um, after all the eras of the girl boss and the hustle culture and leaning in, I feel like, aren't we kind of do a little bit of relaxation? 
I would, yes, I would say yeah. For sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. No, I hate to break it to both of you, but I've been bed rotting for years. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. I've been no. doing now it actually has a name. Now right. it has a name. Right. No, I had, but it is. I had twins it is and like I haven't a, been bed rotting. <laughs> yeah, oh, understandably God. so. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I have yeah. been, for me, bed rotting is a way of preventing my autoimmune from flaring up. So it's like prescription right. bed rotting, which is kind I of- I love that. And it's, it's almost like gave you, and then sad that you needed the word, but it gives you permission to take care of yourself and you don't need permission. I'm giving you permission no, today. I know exactly what you but, mean. We, we all live in the guilt. What? We need it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why um, we've gotten too caught up in it. And I'm so glad more and more that whether you have to have a name for it or not, that wellness and taking care of yourself is not just a beauty ritual, but a lifestyle and something you have to do for your well-being. Yeah, I totally agree. And I also think that um, the idea behind, you know, around bed rotting, which we need to change the rotting the to like rotting a more positive thing, yeah, word. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to make it feel like we're, you know, yeah, we got to think exactly. of another one. Maybe it's rooting. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I do feel, and I've always done this too, and again, it's funny to have a term around it, but just like having that time to yourself, whether it's like an hour or two in bed, to your point, binging shows, doom scrolling, or laying with your animals like I do and like yeah. my pets and whatever, just that time to yourself and having that regroup yeah. whenever you can have it is so crucial because then you just feel re- revitalized afterwards. You feel rested. You feel good. Um, but I realized we forgot to do our weekly Nirvana oh. and we should take a step back and do that quickly because it's it's been a week. Um, nope. We're recording, you know, the week of the of all of the, the Mideast crisis that's happening and we're not going to go deep into that. So it's actually been, I was thinking about this this morning, been a really hard week for all of us. And it's kind of hard to think about like what a weekly nirvana could be or would be in this kind of dark time right now. But I can start. Um, I actually had two this morning, which I thought were really a nice end to my week. So someone in my other job texted me this morning and just said, Hey, thinking of you. Um, just wanted to share my support and love. And it was like someone I didn't really know, um, some that I like work with, but don't work with closely or know. And I just thought it was really sweet, just that she reached out and said something was really touching because not that many people do that. So I thought that was really nice. And then the other nice thing that happened this morning was um, my older son is having a friend sleepover all weekend because his parents are away for the weekend and it's homecoming weekend here and it's all this stuff. And anyway, his friend's sleeping over, but the mom sent our family like this really beautiful bouquet of flowers. And it was like such a good week to get it. First of all, it was so nice to do that and so unnecessary, but like, it was just like so sweet and nice. And it was just nice to get some like beautiful flowers into my home just because it's been such a kind of obviously depressing week. But um, what about you, Katie? Yeah, it has been an incredibly difficult week. I think last night on the train when I was coming back from the city where I think my headspace for where it's been this week, I found myself instead of just ripping by the train stations and not paying attention to my surroundings, I was I was watching people and their humanity and like just seeing a father pick up his son and seeing a, a, a woman that looked like she had had a long day and heading home for the day and just kind of paying attention and thinking about we are all human. The world is going to be okay. Yeah. So I think I think that was mine. Instead of just like the usual, just seeing yeah. people and not thinking anything when you see these streets, right, rushing the street. through. Right. What about you, Christine? Well, it, it's funny that you say that about people, the humanity of people just showing up and stepping up in ways that you can't believe. Um, I don't know these two women, but I saw that they were having this beauty sale in New York City, and I'm obviously not there anymore. 
but um, they're having it on Saturday to support um, the Israeli Red Cross and Israel Aid. And I I reached out and I said, do you need more products? I Because I don't know what they need or whatever. And she's like, sure. <laughs> and I, I was like, I don't know what you need. And she said, oh, sure, anything. And I reached out to a handful of brands. And a lot of these brands are startups. So they are, they have very little still. And they are still fighting for funding and everything. And I mean, 99% of them were like, oh, I'll ship whatever you need. And they shipped product and donations. Oh, so nice. And it was like, people just are showing up for one another. And that does give you faith in people and humanity that while our country is not experiencing what they are, just to witness people that don't know each other, that you know are getting obviously nothing out of it, that have very little, but know that they have so much in comparison to what is happening across the world. Um, I just thought that was an, an incredible thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. Puts things into perspective. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about anti-beauty beauty and what that means and kind of get your thoughts about that, Christine. So one of the things when we were talking about it over Instagram, I was trying to find a way to sort of define it. Like, how does someone define it? Okay, so anti-beauty beauty, the way that people define it, and, and so funny to me is like, when people go online and, and write about brands that don't work, and it's really led by what's her name, the um, the housewife. Oh my goodness, Bethany. Oh, Bethany. Bethany Frankel, right? She and then she's got all these other people on TikTok, and people are up in arms, and so that's what they say is like that's anti beauty beauty. And I'm constantly like, no, you know, I think of it as beauty that doesn't require so much money or so many steps and more about how it's impacted by our health and our wellness and how that affects like our aesthetic. And that's how mm -hmm. I think about it. Um, yeah. And I, I, cause, because there's so much that you can do that's not like a moisturizer, um, you know, whatever. And that does impact what you look like, how you feel about what you look like. And that's especially as you age, because there's only so many things that you want to do or should be doing. And, um, because it's, it's pushing water uphill at some point because gravity is setting in. I'm sorry, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, um, but that's how I think of it. I don't think of it as, you know, negating what products def define themselves as or, or anything like that. I just think it's like stepping away from the need to have an incessant 17 step program or, you know, yes. constantly be gutting and no judgment. You know, I, I'm all about like taking care of your skin and, you know, injectables are fine or whatever you want to do, but it's when it kind of takes over your world or is something yes. that is like, it, it's almost like what's your intention when you're doing it? Is it to fight gravity or fight what you look like or rather than be con um, like a contentment or feeling good in your skin, things like that. I think it just depends on how you're approaching it. In yeah, my opinion. I agree with yeah. that. Fight the are, are we doing it so that we feel confident and happy in our skin and we can yeah. know ourselves and or or are we doing it because we have something to prove or we're you know fighting exactly. time. Yeah. And there's right. a lot of truth to you know what we put in our bodies can oh, really do volumes to external. And a lot of people don't, I think I really do believe that a lot of people don't know that or, 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 believe or want it. to accept and I don't it. Under, 
Yes. And I don't right. understand why there's been so much. And I don't know, is it because they haven't seen the proof or something and, or they're not willing to try it? I, I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. And just going back to Bethany quickly, I do, you know, when fe- when she first came out in the game doing all of that stuff, and a lot of people will call it like de-influencing or whatever, right. but I actually like appreciate it or, and still do appreciate her candor because and I think people trust her because she could buy anything she wants in the world, but she's practical. Yeah. And so she's like, here's the expensive things that like, if you want to treat yourself great, here are the things that are crappy. And here are the things, you know, in the drugstore that you can have and, you know, have a two-step skincare routine and you're good to go. And like, I think people just really trust her um, because she is practical and she's um, trust. Uh, what's the word? I'm looking well, she's for. really honest. Yeah. She's right? giving it to She's straight. honest. She, she, She's relatable in the sense, you know, she's going to like the TJ Maxx and whatever and finding stuff and she's doing the high end and she's doing the low end and right. she mixes high and low and Absolutely. she's just relatable in that way and very, very, um, very, very honest. And I think she's always been that way, which is why people trust her. It kind, so, of, go, it um, kind of goes back to having nothing to prove. And I'm sure that there's a million people that would say, oh, Bethany Frankel always has acts like she has something to prove because she <laughs> speaks up on literally everything. But I think, and yeah, the, that's yeah. a great point. <laughs> yeah. But this specific piece, she, I, I think it's, she doesn't have anything to prove in her beauty regimen. Like she doesn't care about a 16 step process and if that makes her cool and et cetera. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because we, which we do at the end of every show is like our five minute flow, which is exactly that. It's like, strip away everything. Like what are those like core things that, that like make you feel good? And we were talking about that before around like the intention behind it. And I think we always talk, you know, on the show about you're doing these things like because they make you feel better, because they make you more confident. They, they, it's not, I mean, yes, there's aesthetic reasons, but it's really like at the end of the day. So you feel good. So you, whatever that may be, whatever it is, you get a blow up, good. You get whatever, like you do, you have your bed riding in the morning and then you feel good the rest of the day and you feel confident just like you've had that time to yourself. So it's to your point, I totally agree the intention behind it versus the opposite where you see people. And if you do want to do a 20, 20 step skincare routine, great. But then you see the people doing that just to do it because it's like, up with people. right. Exactly. Up with. And that's exactly. what we don't love. Right. Exactly. I hate yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's not totally um, necessary. Like, let's call it what it is. Like, oh, and in fact, achieve um, results. Having it's it's incredible. It's almost like setting you backward. Um, I just did this incredible article um, on a brand that has proven her, this woman that's a, a former beauty writer and editor. She her sister is the director of. Oh gosh, I'm going to scare this up. It's like, she's the director of the Human Microbiome Institute at Cedar sinai And oh, wow. be- together, she was able to come up with a brand called Editrix. And I wrote this piece for the quality edit on it. And at the end of the day, all the things that we are doing is obviously damaging the microbiome. So it won't do, it almost, she, her, their whole point is, let your skin act the way it needs to act. And if you stop damaging it so much, it will actually repair itself. It will do things itself. It will act its, the way it's naturally supposed to act. The reason why you're having so much eczema, sensitive skin it, issues along the way, aging so that much faster is because of all of the retinols and, and everything that we're doing. So anyway. 
It's, it's right. Really, it's like that less, less is yeah. more. Less is always, yeah. less is always, always more. And the inside, <laughs> the inside out piece, what you're, what you're putting on and is affecting you out. internally, which is then coming out externally. And it's kind of like this vicious cycle, right? So I'm going to put this topical on it, but it can ultimately, they're saying, hurt you internally microbiome exactly. effects and everything. I would love to read that piece. It sounds because, very you know, And I'll send it to you because you're right, because the microbiome is your skin health and it's 100. There's a, there's a language between your gut health and your skin health. Um, and it's, and it's through the micro microbiome, the microbiome language or something. Read the article. <laughs> it's varied. It was, it was like taking we'll a science it. class. I, I met with sure. her for hours and hours and hours. Wow. And um, I am not well versed in it at this very moment. It took, it took a lot of, <laughs> I mean to do that, but because I really wanted to understand it. And I think to your point, I don't think that people want to go that deep to find out when they find there's a quick fix. If you use these five products. Right. Yeah, totally. That's true. Let's move to another topic, which is really around wellness and aging and normalizing it. And I think just the media and people on social media and podcasts are, are getting better at this. But I just can't stand when I listen to podcasts of people in our age bracket and they, they're they like, oh, I can't talk about menopause or oh, no, 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 that's never going to happen to us. And I'm like, I find that so irritating and so unrelatable. I'm like, <laughs> this is happening. Talk about it. Talk and about I think it. Oprah... Right. Oprah did a really good job recently, or I think it was in the last year, she did some whole like conference around menopause and she got all these celebrities involved and it brought a lot of awareness to it. But that drives me nuts when people just can't age gracefully and embrace their age versus trying to find that fountain of youth or like go back. It seem like it's like, a sh- like they're shaming menopause. Like we can't talk right, about it. Correct. Are you kidding and, me? This is happening. It's inevitable. Like without a shadow. And I mean, and the, the beauty is, you're right, so many people still think it's a little taboo, but thank God for, you know, Naomi Watts' company, yeah. just Stripes, and yes. sadly, other um, another company just went under, but um, but so many, and uh, my doctor's name is Dr. Taz. She just wrote a book, and she did a Q&A with Gwyneth Paltrow, who is obviously big about talking about taboo topics and getting the, no- the noise at a, at a level where people are like, Oh wait, we should pay attention to this. But you're absolutely right. We need to realize that you know it's 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 going to happen. There's physical, mental, um, emotional, all of this health. We have to listen to what's happening because I'm 54 and I'm just at the tail end of menopause. And if I had had that Susan Dominus New York Times article, that is, I swear, been spread to everybody I've ever met eight years ago. That's, I think it was like, I think the headline was women have been misled about menopause. It's in the New York Times. If you haven't read it, please go and read it. It breaks down all of the things, all of the myths and misconceptions that have been going on all this time because of that one NIH study all that the time. Women's Health that, Initiative, yeah. Exactly. Um, and why women were scared to take hormones and it goes, it's so wonderful. And about what's now happening in the world of menopause and all the brands and all the people that are trying to get out there and try to talk about it. But we are just, we're, this is the tip of the yeah. iceberg, right? You're scratching but the surface yeah. for sure. We're totally scratching agree. the surface. Exactly. Yeah. But it's it's good that it's starting the conversation. I, and I also find too, women around our age, just you know, offline when you're talking to other moms or whomever, 
once you start talking about hormones and all these things, everyone bonds around it because everyone's going through the same thing. My God. So now you're having like deeper conversations about health and well-being and like how to take care of yourself and everyone's sharing things. And that's half the reason we have the show, right? To share and to talk about our experiences. And I just find it so nice when I meet people and we can just connect on something that we can all relate to and share those tips and tricks and learn from one another. It's interesting too, like this Women's Health Initiative affected generations of women that were not allowed to be given hormones and just went through the most brutal menopausal transition. I talked to my mom about it. Like my mom is now, you know, she's 70 and she's going to go talk to her doctor about starting hormones. Like there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And so it, it is getting, getting the conversation started making it like saying menopause in a public restaurant out loud without being yeah. worrying that the table next to you is going to look at you like you're right. old right. or crazy. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, right. that's, and you're right. These celebrities have definitely helped bring up the noise yeah. level, which is, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, we've got to get like all the stigma out. All of it's got to. And you know, it's and this unfortunately, is- one of the stigmas I just started to read about is in the workplace, there's a, there's, because there's a bit of an ageism issue anyway, where you feel like you have to keep it hush hush because then they're like, Ooh, she's so old, you know, because it's still equated with being an old lady mm-hmm. and, you know, hot flashes and all the things are like, Oh, is she old and crazy and in menopause. It's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, 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 it's funny terrible. that you say that. I, terrible. I just read something. It was like a little, I think it was on, I don't know if it was on LinkedIn or Instagram, but do you know Shelly Zalis? No. She's like, she's the, uh, founder of something called, let's see if I have this right, the the female quotient. Oh, I've and it's all that. about like yes, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've met her before. She's incredible, and she, you know, it's all about like women's leadership and awesome. power in the workplace and speaking up and all of those things. And she had an anecdote. Anecdote, I think, it was again on LinkedIn or something. And she was talking about how she was in a meeting years ago, like a big executive meeting, and it was like her. And like actually a bunch of women around the table and like she in the middle of the meeting or whatever it was, she was like going through a half less. So she like fanned herself. And then the other one were like, oh, thank God. And they all started fanning <laughs> themselves. And it was just like, it was such a moment of like bonding of like, oh my God, we don't have to be so corporate and buttons up. Like we can all fan ourselves because we're going through the same thing. And she's like, it was such a like funny, um, you know, experience just to be in like, uh, you know, sort of an uptight boardroom situation, but then all the women, like, as soon as she did that, were like, "Oh, that's God. really you know? funny." So I just thought that was really, really funny. The only um, other thing that does come out of both that article and everything that's been talked about is, um, the medical community just doesn't have enough education in it. Like doctors, I guess it's something oh like something like two hours or something in medical school you get trained on menopause versus fertility is you know shocking. obviously. It's right. shocking, it's right? Shocking. The, the, it's the ratio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, the OBGYNs, like the traditional, they don't talk about it. They're like, oh, yeah, your menopause, take this. There's no, right. that's it. Unless you go to someone yeah. who's like, you know, knows what they're doing and is like really versed or is like more nat- naturopathic. There's or actually, exactly. There's the, um, and I, we might have talked about this before, but it's good for our listeners to know if you go to the North American National Menopause Society, there is exactly. a list of OBGYNs in your area that are yes. certified in menopausal training, and they will give you hormones, and they will treat you like 
this is all normal, which it is. That is a fantastic resource. I'm so glad you mentioned it. And if I can mention, she just uh, published her book. The book that she talked about with Gwyneth is um, Dr. Taz Bhatia wrote a book called The Hormonal Shift. And you can be in pre-perimenopause, but it will start to give you the education of how do I know that I'm even starting this? Right. You know, you get, you, it'll step you step by step. You just, because there's so many, if you don't have women around you and you don't have a doctor that listens, um, you know, it's hard to know what to even ask a doctor. Without a doubt. You don't know, right? And it's hard, it's hard to know what's happening to you when it slowly starts with perimenopause symptoms. Yeah. So just, I was just thinking just a funny story or not story, but just thought, when we were talking before about wellness and aging and aging gracefully, I don't know if anybody's watching The Golden Bachelor. But no, but I hear I've only seen one episode. It's really good. I have to catch up. Okay. But point being, all these women are like in their late 60s, early 70s. Fantastic. They all look amazing. And they've like, you can tell they've aged gracefully, good. right? I mean, of course, there's some women that are a little overboard with the face, but okay. most of them are like just natural beauties. They're all like gorgeous women, but they've taken care of themselves so well. You can tell some of them are in their 70s. I'm like, I mean, they look incredible, but they have wrinkles and they have this and they have that, but they just look incredible. So like the days of people being in their 70s and looking like the golden girls and gray (laughs) and like, that's just not, that's not not it anymore. People are like, it's kind of like in that the Barbie movie, you know, when she looks over. I posted this the other day. That's why it's the top of my head where she looks over at the old woman in the bus stop yeah. and she's like, you're so beautiful. It's so true. Yeah. And, and I love it when it's she just says, nice I to know. see that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought of that because it's just the the world now is very different when it comes oh. to aging. But yes, the conversations need to keep happening and the embracing of it and stop trying to like beat the clock. Just embrace it, age gracefully and like, you know. Yeah enhance what you have to make you feel better. And be um, proud and be proud of the aging life experience and the stripes that we wear from all of our life experience. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like say yeah. your age with shout it. Absolutely. Let's, let's talk about, I know we, we want to kind of talk about the pitfalls of beauty currently and sort of this disingenuous information that's out there and spreading false info, which is everywhere. It's really scary and it's very hard to know who to trust. Love to get your thoughts on that. Well, that's really funny. So that's another reason I had contacted you is, so I have a sub stack and um, the most recent one that I wrote was called Coming Clean about the beauty industry. And it was saying, I'm putting a stake in the ground. I'm not writing any more beauty editorial because, um, while I do a lot of research and interview founders and do a, as much as I can to get truth out there, the pitches and the desperation of both some brands and just the noise of TikTok and everything and influencers to me, inf- I'm probably going to get canned for this, but influencers like are, <laughs> are like a four letter word in my opinion, because yeah, especially when it comes to skincare, there's so many myths and so much misinformation that are leading women down the wrong road. I mean, and and sunscreen is just one good example of that. They don't know what they're saying and they're telling them brands to use. And then I have this one derm that I used for an article and she's like, do you know? And I'm like, I know, I know. I don't, I, I didn't write it. I don't know. You know, it's really hard to know because 
There's more influencers than ever. They make like four billion or more in sales, right? There's celeb brands and they use white label products a lot of times. So they just put their labels on it and they say, and then they look amazing. And then people want to look like that. And so I just I I feel like you have it goes back to doing wellness and health types of things and then knowing who to trust. Trust people who have been schooled in these things. Trust your dermatologist. Trust your surgeon that gives you the injections that might say, you know what, you should use this brand and only use these products. Don't fall into the trap of all the links and the sales and that just and trying something new every month and all of the time that there's something is a trend is not good for you or your skin. Right. Yeah. It doesn't even give you time to make traction. If you're doing something, you're constantly changing it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then you might think it doesn't work because then you have had a a reaction to it. Well, that could have been two times ago product. Yeah. So. Right. um, It could be from something. Exactly. You know, so I always say stay away from influencers and TikTok trends and and all of it. You stay with. And if you are going to read stories, make sure these people are talking to legitimate sources, sometimes even great, great, you know, like L or whoever, they might just be saying, here are brands that we like, but make sure that they've talked, not just editors, but make sure those editors have talked to people and all of that. I just, it's always about someone that's been schooled in this and has done their homework. That's all. Yeah, I I agree. And I think it's really difficult. I can imagine for the younger generation. Yeah. And sussing out what's real and what's not. Like, I mean, Katie has two daughters as they get older. Like, you can just get sucked in without knowing. I think when you're older, you sort of can, like, look around and try to figure out if it's legitimate and make your own choices. But all these kids with the filters and the this and the that, it's scary. It's really, really scary. So that's why I appreciate people like Bethany. Actually, people like Alex Earl, right? right? She has bad skin and she shows it all the time. Right. And she talks about all her issues with her skin or this or that. And I think, um, yeah, look for those authentic voices. Exactly. Yeah. There are people out there. They're few and far between, but follow, those are the people to, to see what their track, what their journey is. Absolutely. And I think that's why she's become so popular yeah. because Honestly. of that honesty. I also would say when you were talking about the legitimate sources, I listen to the podcast a lot, breaking beauty, you know, that podcast. I do. Yep. And they're two former uh, beauty editors. So I trust everything that they say. Like if I really want to learn about products, I'll listen to them because I know that they've interviewed the people. Exactly. They know the like they're very reputable versus like somebody else is just recommending. I mean, Katie and I recommend products all the time, but it's just stuff we personally like. We're not saying well, that's this very would work different. for you. We're just saying this is fun. Check it out. Exactly. Because you know? well, cause you've used research. it. And that's different. Right. And, and you know what's fun about that is like I've used it. You're not saying here's a link. You have to try this to have a good life. Right. That's what some of these influencers are like, you know, I feel that they're like, you know what, look at me, look at my great life. I wear these, um, I wear these. This is how you achieve it from this lotion. This is how you achieve it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It it goes back to intention to what is their intention? Their intentions to make money. Right. You know, their intentions not to help you. They're not friends with you, you know? So, yeah. It's so true. It's so true. That all being said, I mean, we could talk about this for hours, oh my God. but how do we still have fun? How do we still have fun with beauty? Because we all love it. And I right? love that question. I love it. Yeah. We, we still ha- want to have fun. Okay. Well, there's so many fun things. So the first thing is, you know, 
everybody knows and loves Jenna Lyons because she's on Real Housewives. But before yeah. she was on Real Housewives and she was an icon, style icon, um, because of J. Crew. Um, and she started Love Scene eyelashes. Have you guys tried these? No, I, I have not. Fake, okay, fake eyelashes are so fun. And Love Scene is super easy to put on. And if you just want to like, it's kind of like the bed riding idea. If you want on a random Wednesday to go have lunch with a friend and you put on these <laughs> Love Scene eyelashes. Now they have some that are, you know, real severe. And then they have some, <laughs> and I did that like Kim Kardashian. Right? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> or some that are just look like you had on a good healthy coat of mascara, but it's so fun. That's something you can play with. Doesn't harm anybody. You might love it. It's just playful, fun. It, it's just like, I love it. And I do it. I am so glad you said that. I need to try it. So we did a whole episode. Our we did an episode. What was it? A, a couple months ago, called the Eye Edition, because oh. I used to have extensions for a while, and then I started trying all the ones that you could do yourself. And I've become a master at like all these different ones and okay. how to use them and whatever. Are those just for the day, or do they last? Well, a few and days? you can. Um, I think you need to take them off. I've worn them overnight, but you need to take them off. But you can re reuse them. Yeah, oh, okay, nice. great. And um, yeah. I need to try those. And that's one of those things that kind of tying back to what we were talking about earlier, because I was wearing them for a while. When I put those on, I feel like a million dollars. I don't have to wear makeup. It like brightens your face. You feel like it's the best. Right. You can go to carpool and you win carpool. I don't know. There's like <laughs> yeah, something just, about it, the way you feel some, about I yourself. totally agree. Yeah. Also, I'm all about a good like lip oil because mm. it, my hair is too short now to, to fall into my face. So the really fun thing that I got recently was St. Jane is a, is a good skincare brand. I love their, it's very florally. So it's, I don't wear a lot of it on my face necessarily, but I do like the brand, but they did a um, partnership with favorite daughter. And I think those girls are uh-huh. hilarious. Um, yeah. And they did a lip oil. One's called calm. One's called chaos. I don't know which sister is calm and which is chaos. Cause they're both kind of <laughs> both. But, um, and there are two different colors and it's just a fun, I don't know. I just thought it was fun. That's also oh, I love to that. play with. Um, to try that. But, and also I'm a big fan of, I don't need pink or blue hair or anything like that, but you know, I cut my hair all the time and I play around with like going a little darker, going a little lighter, you know, with violet. I don't know. Just playing around with hair because hair grows. Hair grows, yeah, color changes. That's true. I just got recently. She has like grayish blonde hair, but then she changes her roots to a fun, funky, great different color every few, like like every other month. Who does this? One of my clients. She's great. Oh my god, she has fun. It's fun having fun with people. And for women that want to go gray, like go for it. Go for it. The grow out is hard. I know. But you know what? Do it. I had to break up with my colorist about seven years ago. I was super blonde. And he's like, what are you doing? And I go, I need to stop pretending I'm fit 40, you know, and, um, and that's fine. If you want to be super, blonde. he's like, but you would high gray. I'm like, I don't have any gray. I want to go. I want to have, I want to be a brunette, like the way I was, God intended me to be. And, um, and it's been fun. And then I cut all my Sarah Jessica Parker curls off. I have the shortest bob in the world right now. <laughs> and But like you can play. And again, it's all for me. It has nothing to do with anybody else. Yeah. So stuff great. like that. I, that's right. I, that's so true. I actually just cut my hair shorter recently too. Say, like I never, I, my hair was always long forever. And mm-hmm. then over the last few years, I've like grown it, cut it short, grown it, cut it short and played around with it. But I was just saying to Katie when I got my hair 
highlighted a couple of weeks ago, I changed it to be more um, textured because I found right. that it was being, it was too blonde. And I was like, I said to my colorist who I love, I was like, I had like a whole briefing with her for half an hour. I'm like, let me show you pictures. This is what I mean. Uh-huh. I just don't want my highlights to make my hair all look blonde. I want wow. like texture. I want it to be like dark in places. And she's like, yeah, same thing. But I hide your gray. I'm like, I don't have that much gray. And I don't care. Like, I just don't want it to feel like not, I don't know. I just I wanted to think it goes yeah. back to intent. Like I didn't want to try yeah. act like I was trying to look younger. And I was like, I didn't, I just also felt like it was like washing me out yeah, because my skin and my eyebrows and everything. And I did microblade my eyebrows so that they would be nice Ooh. and cold and thick because they were getting a little sparse. And I'm like, that is part of my face and it's important. And then the last thing was glasses. I obviously have to wear readers now and what, you know, and so you can play around with like, this is like a Tom Ford. Yeah. Those are so cool. Reader. And these are look optique, but, um, I, Oh, I have look optique. I I love love them. They're really light. I can wear them all day and I don't feel like I have like an indentation on my face, but just being able to play around because it's inevitable. People are going to get readers, you know, (laughs) and just being able to play with glasses and stuff. I don't know. These are hard beauty. It's super great, fun. Super great fun. Fun tips of things that we can do that I believe are helping age gracefully and keeping yep. it fun and light. And yeah, I, I love totally. it. Totally. All right. Totally. We need to dive okay, into we only have our, a few minutes yeah, left. Let's dive into our yes. wrap session stat because I'm really excited to hear Christine's answers to these questions. So, oh my Christine, God. what is your favorite wellness or beauty hack? Okay. This is going to be very hard to narrow this down. I will be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I have a very, a lot, but my, one of my all-time favorites is, have you ever used the higher dose sauna blanket? No. Okay. I did write a piece about this. And so I'm going to send you links to some of these articles, but Please. Yeah, we'll post because them I'm a sure. big fan of listening to. I mean, you have to have like a notebook and two hours and a pen. Um, maybe you bed rot during it. I don't know, but um, <laughs> with, um, Huberman's Lab. Yeah, podcast. Oh, I love it. Oh my god. Yeah, obsessed. It, it is a it's a college education. Yeah, but he did some things. We have a sauna in our house, but because of menopause, I cannot sit in that thing. So I found the higher dose sauna blanket and you get inside and it is a detail. You don't get all of the same benefits as you would sitting in a sauna because of the, you don't get the same temperature, but Hey, the menopause thing, I couldn't sit in a temperature like that, but in a, in this sauna blanket, my head is out. You don't go as high in the temps, but you detoxify the body. You burn about 400 calories, which is like a light jog. And it is the most relaxing thing at the end of the day. You sleep like a baby, but I CrossFit. And so I ache a lot often. So I get out of it. I feel like my muscles are soothed. It is a great mm. way to end my day. I only get to do it a couple times a week. But it's, How long do you do it for? Um, well, it'll click off and I'm trying to find out. Um, I don't know. I stay in it like 20, 30 minutes sometimes. Ooh. It is It is just- Sounds so good like it's a peaceful, in the winter too when you're like yes. cold. Yes. Sounds really nice. And I put it up to eight, which is like the highest it goes. But that's one of my favorite, favorite things. But I have to tell you one other. The other one, I hate every single green juice. I have a low tolerance for crap. Like even quality good, I cannot taste. But the Saqqara, I think it's called um, Greens and Protein and Greens Super Powder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, it has it. a hint. I haven't tried that one. It has a hint of vanilla that I swear mm. takes away the disgusting flavor. 
Yeah, it's good. And it is it's so good because now I'm able to use, I just put it with malk, which is almonds and water. And um, after CrossFit, and I'm like, oh, good. I want to get those nutrients, but I could never get them in. So yeah. it's, my, it's my two favorite things. I love those. Yeah. Those are great, great um, recommendations. I'm have to, I've seen the higher dose online, but I just have never tried it. And it looks, yeah, it looks Delightful. like it would be such no, a good detox. A little... You must feel like so refreshed afterwards. Yeah. You have to wear clothes inside because oh. socks, pants. Yeah, because I guess there's... But I'm getting ready to buy the insert so that you can be... As my kids say, nay, nay. Okay. <laughs> <You> <laughs> go inside without anything on, which is how you really want to sauna. So... Okay. Five minute flow. You just got out of the shower, dried off. Uber just alerted you. They're five minutes away. What's your quick beauty beauty routine? What do you put on? What are your like holy grails to get out the door and get in that car on time? Okay. I've washed my face in the shower. Ideally, I did an article about how to cleanse your face. Don't put your face right up in the Mm. shower because you've broken capillaries if you have that like pounding water on your face. I learned that Kylie Cavico wreck from Knockout Beauty. Um, <laughs> but I put on usually like Vintner's daughter and a good Lulu, which is a Lula, which is a, um, a moisturizer I love or the Editrix. I'm, tr- I'm trying that still. Um, and then a, an SPF. And then I am very, very minimal. I love the merit makeup stuff. I mean, I don't know if you guys use the minimalist yeah. Yeah, we, we concealer, love flush bomb, love, or the, so or this one, the Jones road in. Um, the miracle Bond in this color. The oh, I'm dying to try this. Is, I got it in the um, Jones Road. Send us some, please. Yeah, send them <laughs> some. Um, this is in the pink. Uh, this is sort of a pinkish color. But I yeah. in the summer I was using more the bronzy. But I use on the cheeks, you just like rub it all over, all, oh, on, okay, the cheeks, on the cheeks and then on my lips. And then I'm doing so my good. one last article for beauty. I'm doing um, is for a vegan for vegan day. But I found this and I keep this in my car if I, so if it's Uber, I wouldn't, but, but this is on the way to carpool. It's called Axiology. It's a teeny little crayon and it's teeny. And I keep it in my pocket sometimes if I go to an event or whatever. And it's the same idea. Oh, nice. Cheeks, lips. Yeah. Cheeks, lips. And you could probably put it on your eyelids. Eyelids. But yep. I was thinking that. And that is it. I've never heard of that brand. And then there's, there's a teen skincare brand called Ryle. R-I-L-E that I did. A, I love these teen skincare brands that just came out because I have these boys that are 14. They needed their own skin products. And they have a lip balm that they don't like because it's too spicy. I love it. It's a spice chai. Oh, yeah. Put Ooh. that on my lips because I don't wear a lot of lipstick except for I've used that lip oil recently. But Nice. My and daughter's been asking, asking me yummy. for skincare products. Madeline, my 10-year-old, she's, she's, she's oh, all she in. So it out. Check I out will Ryle. send you that article. There are several, and you know what they're doing? These brands are doing such a good job of trying to say it's simple, so you'll do it. It's not filled with all the harsh chemicals like, you know, yep. clean and clear and that we grew up with. Yep. And yeah. so it's not getting their skin already on that kick of like overproducing oil and everything. It's yeah, great. Right. That's great. All right. Last one before we head out. How do you maintain okay. your daily nirvana? Oh gosh. Well, I get so much quality sleep. Oh, good um, for you. That's the number fantastic. one thing. Yeah. I, I learned the hard way. Um, I have to have good sleep. And I, I think the higher dose bag with, in a combination with um, some calm magnesium before I go to bed 
really makes for a good sleep. And then I CrossFit um, several days a week. And that really, really helps Amazing. sleep and then just make me feel good. Um, and then yeah. just be with my, my family. Mm, nice. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I need to have you yeah. back. I feel so like fun. there's so many more conversations we can have about this, but it's so nice to meet you. I'm so Such glad we finally got to connect. We'll continue to talk. We'll be DMing okay. and talking on Instagram. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye.